0: Good morning, this is Ryan File, and you're listening to First Thing, the weekday top story podcast from The Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can listen in a number of ways, either through the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud apps, or by streaming episodes on our website, mailtribune.com podcasts. Here are the top stories for Monday, June 18th, 2018. First up, trouncing a similar proposal a decade ago, Gold Hill residents pushed back again against requiring riparian setbacks along the Rogue River, even though planners this time offered a carrot, allowing existing uses to remain. The City Council is determining the feasibility of a 75-foot setback rule dictating uses and development because riparian setbacks are required by the county and state should the city seek to expand its boundaries. Council members discussed the setback last week with property owners, who voiced concerns over limiting property access and what would happen to existing nonconforming structures. Rogue Valley Council of Governments planner Dick Converse told audience members he drafted a proposal that was, quote, not entirely similar to one proposed in 2008 and mirroring a similar ordinance adopted by Shady Cove. Converse said the biggest change in the more recent proposal was that existing uses could be, quote, grandfathered in. The main adjustment from last time is acknowledgement there is already activity that has occurred in the riparian zone, so rather than have people convert that, allowing it to remain, Converse said. If you've got lawns and landscaping, that can remain. We tried to be a little more clear this time to ensure, for residents, that pre-existing development can remain. And last up, as devoted as a certain prince known for his diligence with a tiny glass slipper, Volunteers for a three-year-old project to provide prom dresses for high school girls in need won't give up on their vision of helping local teens have a magical time at prom. Almost doomed to a not-so-happy ending this spring after canceling a dress giveaway for 2018, the Glass Slipper Project of Southern Oregon will return bigger and better for the next school year, organizers said. The project was founded in 2016 when Central Point resident Lorena Howard responded to a social media post from a young girl asking for help finding a purple dress in order to go to prom. Touched by the teen's request, Howard found a local nonprofit to pay for the dress and got makeup and hairstyling donated to ensure the student would have a memorable prom experience. When I saw it, I thought, I have to have friends with pr- old dresses. All this girl wants is a purple dress. I didn't think it would happen the way it did, but my phone just blew up with so many people wanting to help this girl and to donate something to her, Howard said. I thought, I think we have something here. After extending the prom dress resource the following prom season to dozens of girls, Howard said, rapid growth and an influx of donations created serious issues with limited storage, managing donations, and coordinating giveaway events. At one point, we had more than 300 dresses, Howard said. Every day, there were boxes on my porch filled with dresses people had donated. Faced with ending the project, Central Point resident Heather Sewell, an early supporter of the project, recently agreed to take over. While donations have been steady, Sewell said the key to sustaining the project was to create a nonprofit, which he's working on, and come up with a long-range plan to ensure the project can be self-sustaining. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.